Here we are. We smell podcast episode five. The long-awaited episode five. Everybody's been just begging for an episode five, so here it is. Uh, we're gonna just wait for uh, Matt to call in. Here he is. My dog's gonna bark like a jerk. Hey man. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm good, man. Oh nice. <clears throat> Got done uh everything a little earlier than anticipated. Oh that didn't matter to me. I'm up anyway. Start instead of wait. <laughs> oh wait. I forgot that I can't use Wi-Fi. Uh oh. Wi Fi. I can't my Wi-Fi. Oh right. Shit, so. Yeah, no. Uh, you froze for a second. I thought I lost you. I was like, oh no. I'm just using my dad. Dude. <laughs> great. What an episode, eh? A great episode. A really Man, episode. I'm so pumped to talk to you about this because, like, wow. I just watched it again. My usual second viewing. Yeah, well, I definitely probably will watch this one again just because of how good it was, but. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll wait to dive into spoilers or anything, but, uh... How do you not dive was, into spoilers at this point? <laughs> the best episode of anything I've watched this year, like, or last yeah. year, probably. Like, it got me more excited than that huge reveal at the end of Mandalorian 2. Oh, wow, really? Yeah. I mean, the nice thing about this one is, is like it, it's really tying back to the MCU. So it's like it's doing a good oh, yeah. job at it's doing a good job at like getting me excited for like what's to come. You know what I mean? Oh, exactly, man! Like it sets up so many possibilities that obviously we'll dive into where we think it's going and everything. But yeah, yeah. Uh, it's definitely yeah, been it's, the best episode of this for sure. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like. I at the end of the episode, I literally was like screaming "Oh fuck!" in my house for like five minutes after the episode because I was like, "Holy!" I, I, I mean, we've talked about what they could do with this, and we we hypothesized that this could be an outcome, but to oh, actually happen and actually think like, "Oh wow, they are actually doing it." It's, yeah, it's, are you talking? You're talking about the end, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I think, I think. So, like, I don't know. Should we just, like, get into it? Because I feel like at this point, like... Let's get into it. Yeah, okay. So, I think that as exciting as that final... So, at the end of the show, when she opens the door and it's Pietro, and it's not Aaron Taylor Johnson or whatever his name is, but it's Evan Peters. Evan Peters. And so, it's like... That's really cool, but like it, it makes me also wonder, like you know, that could just be totally random, right? Like, sure, you know what I mean. Like, I, I guess well, what I'm saying is, I think it could kind of go two ways, but I think, um, you know, I ultimately think that that Kevin Feige could keep the Fox X Men alive, yeah, and like just pick at it when the time is right, like. Like to just kind of wipe them away would kind of be silly at this point because they have such a cult following, you know. Well, there's two there's two aspects to that, right? Is 
they're well, depending on how you look at it, right? Is this her manifestation of pulling a character from a different multiverse? Or is this somebody else manipulating the situation? Yeah. Because when he was presented, she looked just as confused as he did. Right. So, and then they commented, like, uh, uh, Darcy in the real world was, like, commenting. She goes, oh, he re she recasted her brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so... It could be. It could be from a different multiverse. It could just be. It could just be her manifesting whatever she needs in that moment. It could be an outside villain. Like everybody assumes that Mephisto has some kind of, yeah, power in this world. Well, did she make a deal with the devil and he's manipulating her into you know do what it, what he wants her to do? Right. And he presents. She sold her soul or something to get Vision back, and now he's toying with her in this this little hexagonal world. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 That's a good. That's a good theory for sure. And like, not just that, but the 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 ramifications of okay, well, now we're saying if he's real, that all the X Men movies are canon. That yeah. Well, I mean, to a certain degree, right? Because. I remember Kevin Feige saying um, at one point, like about the multiverse, that like you can have multiple different people. Like you know, it's it, Spider Man's not the same in every multiverse, so like having you can have different actors playing the same characters and whatever, whatever. Um, but like, I think the thing that I question is like if he's in the show. Is he playing, is he like playing a character? Like, does he have a real identity too, I guess, is like kind of where I'm going. Like, if he's in that sure. town, is it possible that he's like somebody else, that he's not that person? You know what I mean? He's not well, Pedro, he's, he's like well, Joe, Joe Smith, who's under right. the... <laughs> you know. Well, people are saying that it could be actually Mephisto that is that person. Oh, that would be cool. That would be very cool. That he just changed his his image into what he thought of as Quicksilver, but it's not her version of Quicksilver. He's like, oh shit, wrong wrong yeah, universe, wrong universe. Yeah, I mean, to me, this per perfectly sets up Magneto coming in next week. Mm. You know, it's funny because when they go through Wanda's background on episode five, yeah, I found it weird that when they she says they say like her parents' name. I, yeah, thought that uh, have been a, I felt like that would have been a good place to drop that it could have been the connection, right? Right, but again, maybe not in her universe that he's hit her parents. <coughs> maybe. What makes you think I that he's coming Silver. in? Just because Quicksilver was there? What's that, sorry? What made you think that Magneto's coming? Yeah, just basically just Quicksilver being there, but I just thought... Okay, well, if they're going to introduce him, they might as well have a whole family reunion. Maybe, maybe. So, like, her version of her dad may have been the same like appearance and look. Yes, but yeah, yeah, but a different different story, right? Different story, right? Right. right so right. he had a different name, maybe in in her universe, but in the multiverse right. where this Quicksilver's from, he was Magneto. Yeah, like to me, there's no way that they didn't think like there has to be some plan around that because as soon as i saw that mother and father's names or whatever and it wasn't Mag any yeah. of magneto's aliases i was like why would they put that in there like they would know that most people would catch that you know what i mean so it's like yeah. that they're trying to throw something off a of center 
No, for sure. Like, and like, anybody who knows these characters would know right. that there's a connection there. Yeah. But, like I said, like, they could go any direction with it now where they, they can take whatever they like out of the Fox universe yes. and keep what they want and totally. then throw the rest and say, well, this, this isn't going to carry over into this universe, but this is and that is and this is. But, you know what I mean? So, the best part of that universe, like, the last... The best part of the last three movies, not counting New Mutants, was Quicksilver. Right. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. But I will say, like, he got his second, like, by the time he kept doing the same bit, it kind of got boring. But, like, I remember not too long ago, I kind of put X-Men, what was the one that he was first in? Days of Future Past. Disney I was watching Past. Days of Future Past. And that scene came on and like it kind of I was working on a figure and then like I kind of looked over and I kind of saw it and I was like, I actually rewinded it to the beginning and started it again and watched it because it's like, it is. It's awesome. It's probably one of the best scenes in any of the X-Men movies. I just watched it today because I was so stoked after the episode. I watched, <laughs> I watched that part in uh, Days of Future Past and then I watched that part in Apocalypse. And you're right, like, the, the Days of Future Past version of him is way cooler than, it's just basically the same thing in, in Apocalypse. Way yeah. But, I mean, those movies, like, Apocalypse was an abysmal movie. Yeah, it's not so, great. I love it. It's really bad. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll take, like, it looks so freaking good in that movie. But, <laughs> Me too. It's the only, it's like the only time, it's, it's probably one of the only things that have come out of the Fox X-Men movies that I was like, that's really good. <laughs> well, that Wolverine. Yeah, Wolverine's good too, yeah. Can't really deny like, that. This, this would also lead me to is like, I mean, Hugh Jackman way back, like, right when Disney yeah, started on the box. I remember had, when had he said that he like, would come back, right? If it was, if he would the come back MCU for one more, ever, yeah. If he could be in the MCU. And this leads me to could we get Wolverine in, like, Doctor Strange or something like that? Like, could you imagine? Dude, it blow my mind. Like, awesome. And that's what I mean, is, like, and they also, like, Logan, I think, is the best X-Men movie there's, period, like, I think out of all of them, and, like, they they talked about wanting to do the X-23 movie after Logan had yep. come out. Yep, I remember that. This could totally lead to an X-23 movie, and they're like, yeah, like, Logan's part of the universe, it counts, and this is how we carry on Wolverine, is we're not going to recast Wolverine, we're going to we're gonna do X-23, like... That would be sweet. I mean, honestly, I wouldn't be against it. She was great. I don't know if she could be like a. I mean, it's hard to say because I guess her character didn't really allow her to be like, um, you know, like really like a main, like a lead. No. I guess you know what I mean because she was right. like so quiet and whatever. Yeah. But like, I don't know if her character. If, I mean, I've never seen her act in anything other than Logan, so I don't. I don't really know. But I don't know. I'd have to look up her like. Uh... Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, but I mean, I liked, I liked her, but I mean, I just feel like they're gonna, they're gonna want Wolverine to be front and center because of the history with Wolverine. Like, I feel like Wolverine's still gonna be at the front of the X Men, even though. Well, yeah. You know. I mean, I hope that they do bring Wolverine in, but my point is, is, to recast Wolverine is gonna be a chore. Like, mm-hmm. Jack played that role almost perfectly. I mean, the thing is, is Hugh Jackman's biggest issue with playing Wolverine was getting fit, right? And, like, you know, they could do so much now that he doesn't have to do that anymore. Like, you don't have, I mean, I know you have to be in somewhat good shape, but, like, he's he already is in good shape. Like, he takes care of himself, right? Like, obviously, like, if you yeah. look at him, you can see that. Yeah, no, you I, know? sure, I mean, they brought back 
characters and DH them in all these movies and like all yeah. this stuff. Like the trickery you can pull now is yes, that's uh, what I mean. That's yeah. what I mean. Yeah, no, for sure. But I mean, I just think this opens up so many possibilities. Like I was talking to my buddy today, and he's like, he watched it, and he's like, oh, who cares? Like the Fox Universe sucks. This doesn't do anything for me. And I'm like, you're not wrong. But now they can take any good elements out of that yep. and keep it. And, and drop them in. Right. And then people who do like those movies that may not be us necessarily could say, like, hey, I really liked X2. And, you know, that's how I got into this in this comic book fandom was I, I loved X2. And yep. now that isn't just wiped from the universe. Like, people can still enjoy that movie and say, oh, it's still canon. It's still part of the universe. It's just in a different Earth or whatever. I think that's the best part about it is that it's um, like I like the idea that they can just leave it and they can go and toy in that universe when they want to or if they get the urge. Because like I was saying, that I went and saw um, my buddy's like little studio. He's starting a YouTube channel kind of right now, too. I went there tonight and we were kind of chatting about it. And like I was saying that, like, you know, they could wait like 10 years and then go back and revisit that universe from any one of the jumping points from any of the movies. And those cult fans, favorites, will be so into it, right? Like, they can make a shit time. And then by that point, they'd probably have their own X-Men already. So imagine them having two X-Men franchises that they can make money off of. Like, well, the, potential that, like is, the potential is huge, right? Like, with the time travel aspect, anything's possible, right? Like, that's what I, Yeah, with the multiverse. Well, multiverse and time travel, right? Yeah. It's like right now, like WandaVision set in the nineties, right? So like the next episode will be in the nineties. Yeah. So you could bring in Michael Fassbender as Magneto and it would make sense. That's a really good point. Like you don't need Ian McKellen come back. Like Ian McKellen's a you know, whatever, 85, 90 year old actor now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't really make sense for him to be back. And like like we talked about last week, Patrick Stewart turning down possibly being in Doctor yeah. Strange. Well, yeah, it, I mean, it makes sense. Logan was a good end for Xavier. And yep, I agree. His, he's an 85, 90-year-old man. Like, he, he can't do what he could 20 years ago in these X-Men movies. So, Well, the problem is, is, is like I said, when I talk with other people about this, it's like it, it would be stupid of them to cast like Ian McKellen and Patrick Stewart as okay. Xavier and Magneto, even if they have a great following and they are great in those roles, because they are. But yep. if you want this this to have any longevity like you couldn't pick a 90 year old actor like x-men's gonna play out over 15 years 20 years like you can't kill off xavier in the second episode right like you just you can't do that but bringing in michael fassbender who i think is an awesome actor and you know he's a young guy he's not whatever our age or old yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i know i get what you're saying yeah he's perfect i mean I personally was a big fan of him, so if he was gonna if he was gonna play Magneto again, I wouldn't right. be against it. And same with James McAvoy, right? Like, he was as long as they like, change the character, though, I really would like them to change the character. Like, I do just I thought they played those roles well, but I would like them. I would like them to like, um, you know, like basically I wouldn't, I would hate for them to like use everything we already have with them. Like it'd be nice for them to kind of reintroduce them into the the universe with kind of a, maybe just a more less grounded story. Right. Well, I think like in regards to like Storm and and, uh, Cyclops and stuff like that, like you have to recast those roles. They were done poorly originally. Like Halle Berry and Storm, I don't think ever made sense really. No. Um, You could totally like, 
obviously, the, I think the implications of her being of Wakandian descent or whatever yeah. fit perfectly for Storm, and like she could be part of Black Panther too, and that would make yep. perfect sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, like bringing in a new Cyclops, bringing in Gambit finally, which I've wanted for twenty years. Uh, yeah. You know, you can ca- recast these roles and redo them, and then eventually bring in like Phoenix and like all that kind of stuff. And redo those stories that they messed up so badly in, in the Fox universe and actually do them well and just give it space. Like you can do, you know, all that stuff. Days of Future Past could be redone in 10 years and done well. Just give it space. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I would like if I had it my way, I probably would stay away from everything we've already seen, especially Phoenix. I like I love the Phoenix story. But like at this point, I feel like it would be a bad idea to. Well, that's why I said ten years. Like, by yeah, 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 yeah. And like four, four or five moves you know, down the line. Eight. If they want to do it, then yeah, I'm not against it. But I think they should steer clear as long as they can, because I feel like I there's a lot of negativity around it now. Like it's yeah. Well, they've messed it up twice. So, but I mean, I guess we'll see how that works with Fantastic Four, because that's another really good example of right. it's like just been fail after fail after fail after fail. Sure, so, but like, like I said to my buddy today, is like. The whole Chris Evans thing possibly coming back as the Human Torch. That would be amazing. And that's what I said. I said, and he goes, well, those Fantastic Four movies were terrible. And I said, yeah, but you've got to understand, there is a, a following for these movies. Yep, yep. So all of a sudden you bring in the cameo of somebody you expect to be Captain America, and then all of a sudden he's not Captain America. He's It plays on two beats. Like it's, exactly. Yeah, it's yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And then, Honestly, I don't even like those Fantastic, Fantastic Four movies. I fucking hate them. But if they brought Chris, that, the fact that they could even do that makes me giddy. Like, right. And then on top of that, you can bring in Doctor Doom into the MCU. Yeah. Apparently, that there, there's going to be like a Latveria like uh, mentioning of his his like world, like his country or whatever in sure. Bucky uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon show or whatever. Apparently, we mess that name up every week. I know. <laughs> <laughs> It's like an ongoing joke now that we cannot remember the name of the joke. It's called, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, no, like, I think... Sam and Buck. <laughs> I think this could be a perfect way to bring in Doctor Doom, too. It's like, how poetic is it that Doctor Strange goes into a different multiverse and then unleashes Doctor Doom into our our multiverse or our universe, you know what I mean? Like. It just has a simple, it's poetic in that way where it's like, I think it makes too much sense not to do. And then you build into the Fantastic Four in the next phase, and then you can build into an X-Men movie. And this is all, you know, chess pieces moving on the board to to make it work. Yeah. I mean, I guess, I don't know. I guess we'll see in a bit. But there's something I think we, I mean, we skimmed over a lot. We barely even talked about WandaVision to start. (laughs) We just kind of jumped into everything. Yeah. Um. One of my favorite parts of the whole episode was when she came out of Westview with the yep. droid with the drone. Oh, yep. Man. Didn't that feel like such a sweet heel turn? Like didn't that not just not just sweet, like just her look. She looked evil oh, as hell. Her eyes. I love, when she, I love when she turned all of the guns against. And I was like, as soon as she did that, you know what I first the first thing I thought of? Magneto? Yeah. That's <laughs> uh, so crazy. It just looked exactly like what Magneto did in that in that one of those first X-Men. two X-Men there. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, like they're gonna do it. And then obviously they didn't, but 
I, I think it just makes too much sense not to have Megan in this in this show, man. I hope, honestly, I hope you're right because I would like, be so happy to get a, a, a mutant finally. Like we're in episode what five, so we saw four more episodes. You yeah. know what? What a cliffhanger! If in episode eight or nine, they end with Magneto coming in, and then that sets up Doctor Strange somehow. Like, I'm in. Yeah, I wonder when Doctor Strange is going to show up in all this. I think it'll be the last ep- uh, last issue or last episode. It could be. I mean, that could be it. Is do- that Doctor Strange has to come in to fix all the time problems that Wanda's creating? Hmm. Because she's she's messing up with stuff, and my buddy said this too. Is like in with Vision, like he has a stone in his head. So where did she get this extra stone? Is it because she's just remembering him of how he looks? Yeah, I, I kind of assumed that, especially when she saw him without the stone in his head too. You know? Or did she take the stone from another multiverse? Mm. But I mean, at this point, do we have any? reason to believe that she's surfing the multiverse well we have quicksilver but it, but again yeah yeah maybe i don't know it's hard to say i mean there's so many possibilities and that's what i mean is they set this up perfectly where me and you could talk about this for the next hour and a half a <laughs> hundred different ideas and where they could go and then that, that's the cool part of this like universe yeah, that's true that's true anything could everybody be a possibility. Could yeah but um did you notice that fake commercial too uh the legos uh what did i miss i was trying to figure out what that was representing that's where uh wanda threw uh crossbones into that building exploding that building and killing all those people oh crazy yeah so and the the tagline for the paper towel was when you make a mess you didn't need to that's so crazy man <laughs> that's crazy i didn't notice yeah. that. i mean i was trying to figure it out i'm like why does that name sound familiar and i'm like maybe it's like a character or something like yeah it's from the beginning of uh civil that's war that's right that's right oh man that's crazy that's so good yeah man so like there's so many also... little go ahead go ahead no, there's go. so many little uh, uh, Easter eggs hidden in each episode. Like I love it. Yeah. Like I just love looking for all the random little um, things. But the other, the other thing I was gonna say, and then you can bring in your point too, is uh, what if this is the scrolls too? Like there's always that possibility too, where the scrolls can be anybody. So they could be Quicksilver. They could like we. Yeah, that's true. That's, it's a very easy out for them to go. Oh, we we deke to, to the left with. Quicksilver, but it's actually not Quicksilver. <laughs> right, and yeah, like, yeah. you know, that I mean, that's totally a possibility for sure. Like, there, like yeah. you said, at this point, they could go a million different ways. Yeah, I want to bring up something that I thought was interesting was uh, when Darcy and Wu and Rambo were talking about the last battle in Endgame. Yeah, and did you notice how uh, Monica reacted when they brought up? captain marvel right she was like annoyed or something about it like, yeah she was just it's like she didn't want to even talk about it or hear about it i thought that right. was really interesting because like she's the only one in the mcu that really has a relationship with her outside of fury that we know of right like right so it I makes me wonder that. what happened and I, yeah that's exactly what i was gonna say it's like i hope that they show like in a flashback or something what exactly happened between them because yeah 
it seems like they're like had a huge falling out and that's that's you know i wonder if the reason why her mom got sick has something to do with Dan with carol like but oh yeah like space space uh maybe. radiation or something like that or, or something or, yeah i don't know something like that gave her cancer because of all the radiation she's putting out yeah. or i don't know yep it could be be cool um, that, i mean it would be cool but <laughs> Well, it's cool to get radiation cancer. <laughs> and that brings in our next sponsor for Moose Cool. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So what do you think about with the kids, too? Because like, yeah, the, the kids, kids aging thing was weird. It was weird. It was also weird that they killed the dog. I thought that was terrible, and the whole time I was just sitting there with my dog and going, oh, no, this is not good. I don't like this at all. Kate has a thing against, like, watching movies where dogs die. So, like, I can think of times where she's it. looked it up and we've stopped watching a movie in the middle because she's like, I'm, if that dog dies, I'm out. So we're, like, watch, we're watching it, and then, like, right after the late neighbor comes into the dog house, she looks at me and she's like, oh, no, it was when the, the doorbell rings. She yeah. looks at me and she's like, that dog's not going to die, is it? And I was just like, mm. <laughs> I'm like, it's not the same. It's not what you would expect. Like, it's not the like, it, husband. it's not like someone picks it up and is like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, thank God that that didn't happen. But, um, I definitely don't understand why they bothered introducing the dog in the first point, other than to drive home the fact that like, Wanda's depressed with her loss and now she's teaching her kids about loss but like it seems like she could have taught that without killing a dog in the episode I thought it maybe had more to do with the fact that to kind of try to drive home the fact that she was like I can't use my powers for this but then at the end Pedro, Pedro shows up so it's like maybe maybe it has something to do with like you said where like somebody else is kind of pulling the strings there right like yeah but, I mean, I guess yeah. in a true, like, I guess if you look at it like a sitcom from the old days, that's like something that would happen is they would say, this isn't, this is, that's not really how this works. And then all of a sudden that's how, what happens. Right. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we still got to uh, the beginning of the episode with her neighbor, Agnes there, where yeah. she's, she's asking to hold the babies and then like vision kind of shut, shoots her down because whatever, all that stuff. Her or whatever. And then Agnes goes, oh, should I take that line again? again? One? And I, noticed, like, I noticed that in a lot of this episode. Like, yeah. I noticed a lot of, like, uh, like referencing that she's in control. Right. Like, there was one point where, like, I think, like, the mailman said, like, they're looking for the dog or something. And she's like, oh, don't worry. You, you couldn't have gotten too far. Your mom wouldn't let that happen. Right, right, right. right? And then yeah, there was another one. What was the other reference? There was another one. It was like... Um, uh oh agnes i think it was like when the kids grow or something and she's sitting on the counter and she says like oh kids you think you can control them or something like that yeah, it's just like, like that, mm-hmm. okay there's that no how hard you try or the, the, the day when it was like the kids are like oh it's saturday and she's like no it's not it's tuesday or whatever the hell it was and she's just like changing days on a whim to what yeah. like she desires or whatever. It's like clearly yeah. she's in control on certain aspects and not in control in other aspects. But yes, yeah, it seems that way. Like the kid, she didn't have control over the kids. She couldn't make them start crying. They were aging, oh, whatever they chose to. Yeah, like, and so 
I, I read this online and I don't know enough about it to speak eloquently about it, but uh, I guess in the comics, the the children are like pieces of Mephisto or something like yep. that. Yeah. And so people are hypothesizing that like she sold her soul to the devil basically yes. or Mephisto to bring Vivian back, but in exchange he got to like basically raise his spawn through her. Mm, interesting. I, I mean, I can't speak enough about it because I don't know. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. I don't. I know Mephisto as a character, but I don't really like. I know him from like, uh, you know, like trading cards when I was a kid. Sure. Like, I didn't read the books with him and stuff, right? Sure. But I know. So I know some of the important stuff. So, like, I know, like, in the comic books in Civil War, Peter Parker reveals that he's Spider-Man publicly to side with Stark. And then to undo that in the comics, he makes a, a deal with Mephisto. He kind of sells his soul to undo his identity because it was like, I think Aunt May got like attacked or I can't remember exactly what happened there. But um, oh, yeah. he basically like wants to undo the fact that he like showed, announced who he was. So he signed well, a deal with Mephisto. That could lead into Spider-Man 3, right? Because at the end of Spider-Man 3... Totally. That totally we could. Got, yeah, like that that was revealed that uh what's his face? Yeah, uh, Spider Man. Jameson revealed that he's Peter Parker, so like in exchange he could totally do that again, is like make a deal that like, oh I don't I wanna have a secret identity again, blah blah yeah. blah blah blah. So they could be setting up a fister to be a big part of this universe then. He was also teased in uh Loki as well. Oh, really? Yeah, in the trailer, there's a stained yeah. glass with, like, an emblem on it or something, and it's, like, his emblem, or I don't know if it was his emblem, or if well, it's, people like, People are saying, too, uh, that at the end of the episode, and I, I didn't notice it, but apparently you can in certain images where uh, Quicksilver's standing at the door and his hand's against the glass of the door or whatever, yeah. and it looks like his hand's red. Oh, weird. I didn't notice that. And, uh, yeah, people are saying that's because he's Mephisto and his hand's glowing red. But then other people are saying it could be the reflection of Vision's hand. So I don't really know. But, um, yeah, I mean, it, we could be in, we could go in 18 different directions and all of them are. It's true. It, I liked the, um, I like the dynamic between Vision and Wanda. And I liked how Vision is figuring it out. And I like how she's trying to shut it down. And he's like, like I like when they were fighting. Yep. And then, like, she's like, she's like, I'm ending this. And then, like, the credits start rolling. And yeah, they're yeah. just, like, walking around it. I was just like, man, that's so fucking awesome. Yeah, that and when he was in the office with his, his uh, co-worker Norm there, yep. and he takes Norm out of or out of Wanda's control, and he's like, please, get me out of here, save me, like, she's in my yeah. head. And then he, he puts him back in, and, like, he questions Wanda about that, and she's just like, oh, you're crazy. Like, she just gaslights him the entire time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'm just like, this is going to explode to a point where, like, I mean, Vision said that he has no memories before before yeah. she brought him back, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, this, this version of Vision doesn't necessarily love Wanda. He doesn't know Wanda. He just knows that Wanda's his wife. That's what he knows. Right. Like, he just knows. He's manipulated yeah. into this marriage with Wanda, but, like, yep. that patching and love of, of that person isn't there because he's not that person. So this could get to a point where, like, Vision and Wanda are facing off or, like, you know, head-to-head, -head, like, 
I'm in. I'm, I'm ready for this. Like when they both stood, like floated, I was like, oh yeah, that oh, that's cool. cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I like. Um, I mean, I really hope that we don't get like a cop out for her to be a bad guy because like it seems like they're really setting that up. Right. Like even even with when she came out of Westview and she kind of said to them like, "This is." This is I already have what I want. No one's taking it away from me or whatever like that, right? And I was just like, yeah. oh my god, I fucking love that. And she would be such. I, I also like how much they um, kind of talked about how powerful she is. Because remember, again, when the three of them are talking about the end game battle or whatever, they start talking about how like she could have taken Thanos out, but like whatever, yeah. she was ambushed or something. Yeah, I, they basically said like she could have she could have beat Thanos herself. That's how powerful she is. And I'm like. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Like, she's super, you could tell, just like you said, when she left the Hex and yeah. just like, was facing off against all the armed military guys or whatever, it was like, oh, yeah, like, this could be real bad. She could kill everybody here, like, done, you know? I love it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's so awesome. I, I really hope that this doesn't end with her being like, oh, it was all in my head or something or like... yeah. You know what I mean? Like, well, I hope, I hope that, like, I would, I would love to see her, like, slowly lose it to the dark side over the next couple of movies. That would be sweet. Well, I think, I think over the next couple episodes. Oh, I would love that so much. Nothing more. I think this is happen. like her slow descent by episode nine. She's like the villain of the episode of the series. Like, that'd be amazing. That'd be great. I'm in, man. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, could they bring in like, uh, I don't know. Hawkeye or something like that to like talk her down or like right. their friends. Yeah, maybe, you know? maybe. Like, I, I, they could do a lot of things where like her and Hawkeye kind of had this budding, seemingly romance before him and Black Widow kind of, I don't know, went off on their own adventure or whatever. But like, I don't know. It seemed like in Age of Ultron, like him getting her to the him getting her to the Avengers side was like they were buddies now and like yeah. so you know, I don't know. Well, it's like it's the same with even at the end when uh, he's isn't he with Clint? She with Clint at the end of Endgame when they're talking about missing people. He, like, remember, like Clint's like, I wish she could know that we won or something like that about now. Yeah. And then yeah. he's, she's like, she knows. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, this They've always had the relationship. The relationship's yeah. present since. She's been introduced, really. Yeah, I mean, I guess it was never re- necessarily romantic because no, yeah. no, no. But it was more like there yeah. was like that respect, right? Same with when Civil War, when she he went to break Wanda out of the compound. Right, 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 right. Yeah, you're right. So I, I, I think that could be a possibility too, as we see Jeremy. Renner yeah, that would be that'd be great. I, yeah. Everyone hates Hawkeye, but I actually don't mind Hawkeye. But I don't well, like I just, him because you think he's cool. I just I like that he's a guy with a bow and arrow. <laughs> yeah, but that's what I mean. Is like, what is he going to do against Wanda? Like, but that's the thing is, he would be the perfect person because physically nothing. There's nothing yeah. he could ever well, do. I mean. But maybe he could do something because he might be able to give her the voice of reason, right? Like, I mean. Uh, it's so good. I, I can't wait for next week. I, I hate that this is a week in between episodes. <laughs> uh, it's good because by the time I hit next week, I'll have had so many new ideas in my head as to what it yeah, is. Yeah, sure. Right? Like, sure. <laughs> uh, 
So I saw this too. Uh, that I think is pretty funny is that apparently Disney Plus uh, crashed in like a bunch of territories because of how good this episode was. Oh damn! That like I guess it got trending on Twitter and a bunch of people from I don't know if it was necessarily like Canada or United States or whatever, but I guess it crashed and like people could not get Disney Plus to work at all because there was too many people trying to log in to watch the episode. Oh shit! That sucks. Well, I think it's kind of cool in a way because it shows you how good this show's become and how like yeah, hungry we are for Marvel content. Yeah, that's true. So, um, I saw that, and uh, did it happen like right when the episode dropped? No, I think it was later this afternoon after like it had been trending on Twitter and stuff like that. Got you. Um, they finally gave uh, the Blade reboot a name, and it's terrible. Oh, what is it? Blade the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> Tried and true. Uh, yeah. Buffy, I mean, why? Why? You could name it anything. Why Blade They're the gonna Vampire They're going to go with what works. They know it works. It's terrible. And unless Sarah Michelle Gellar shows up in this movie. Maybe she's Blade. <laughs> no, it's Michelle Ali. They, they whitewashed and made, her, made him a female. Perfect. That's what we need in today's climate. Yeah, I bet. I'd go over really well. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, no. I just think that's one of the worst names of any Marvel movie so far, but uh, they hired the writer yeah. from uh, Watchmen, I guess, the show. Oh, from the TV show Watchmen? Apparently. Ooh. Which is awesome, because I, I, did you watch Watchmen? I, I started it. I didn't I didn't finish it all the way through, but it's not due to not liking it. It was very compelling. Really, really good. Yeah, really, really good. good. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, uh, William Defoe was seen on the Spider-Man 3 set as Green Goblin. So in, in character, like in the costume? Apparently. In the same costume? Yeah. Interesting. I heard that the... I thought Feige said a while back that all of them... Or maybe he didn't say all of them. Maybe he said some of them. We're going to have more classic-inspired costumes, which made me excited to get Max Dillon Electro in a big starfish face mask. <laughs> I just want to see... Uh, I just want to see... Um, what's his name? Uh, Can't remember his name right now. Neither can I. <laughs> that guy. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I don't... They're, they're nailing the costumes pretty much so far, so, like, I trust whatever they want to do costume-wise, sure. I mean, I don't yeah, know. If, I don't love if, the uh, old costumes that they had. Like, I especially didn't love Green Goblin's look in no. any of the movies. They're all bad, but... I mean, it was, what, 2001, the first yeah. Spider-Man movie? So, know, but just especially compared to Spider-Man, because I thought out of all the costumes, I thought Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man had the best costume, one of the best costumes, I thought. Yeah, I mean... I didn't mind Doctor Octopus's look. I mean, I mean, just robotic arms, really. I guess. Yeah. But yeah. He looked well, it was he aesthetic looked cool. too, but yeah. But um, I mean, uh, Electro was terrible and amazing. Yeah, so bad. Too. Yeah, so, so bad. So was Rhino. Remember Rhino? The big Rhino mechanical terrible. Rhino. Terrible. Yeah, yeah. Not good. Not so good. Sandman, not so much. Sandman, not good. But yeah, I guess I, I should. You know what, though? I guess if you're really looking for comic accuracy, Sandman literally is identical. Like 
Yeah, but I mean, they did nothing with the character. It was more just like he was in the he was in the movie for like seven minutes total. Like, yeah, I I know. I don't know. It was bad. Yeah, I wasn't a huge fan. That that last movie was pretty horrible. But well, Spider Man Two and One were pretty good. Like Toby ones, they were like they were fine. Like I haven't rewatched them a long time. I doubt they hold up as well as they did in like two thousand one or two thousand five or whatever. But like they don't really. Like some parts do, but they don't. Yeah, really. like the fight scenes and stuff are all great. Sure, I mean I haven't rewatched them, but like in its time, I love those movies. Like when that yes. first Spider Man movie came out, I was like, oh, finally! Like they're doing a good comic book adaptation. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I mean, I, I'm not gonna. I mean, it's been 20 years. We've gotten a lot of stuff since then, and obviously they're gonna look dated and and be a little stilted yeah, and a little bit of fun. But yeah, yeah, you know. Um. We all still I don't, hate, I don't hate the other Spider-Man stuff nearly as much as I hate the Fox X-Men stuff. So, oh no, no, definitely not. I mean, I think Amazing Spider-Man was one was fine. Yeah, I did. I too. It's okay. I, I like Andrew Garfield as an as an actor, but uh, I thought the second one was absolutely abysmal. But yeah, terrible. I liked the first one. You know, my biggest issue with Amazing Spider-Man was I just couldn't buy. Um, Andrew Garfield as Peter Parker. It was just, no. it did not work. Like it, no, everything about everything that he brought to that role is exactly what Peter Parker is not. Like totally. he's not a cool dude. He's uh, not a confident dude. Uh, he is like the biggest fucking loser ass nerd. Like yeah, none of that is Andrew Garfield. He's a nerdy, awkward kid, and like yeah, yeah. Like I Tom mean, Holland's a great representation of that. But I did think Toby at the time was. For the most part, but he looked old for the part. Like he looked, he looked old, and he didn't have like the quips as Spider Man. Yeah, like I he agree. wasn't. He wasn't a funny jokester Spider Man. He kind of yeah. was just like, oh, I'm Spider Man. Like I don't know. It didn't always seem like they were having fun as Spider Man. Like, do you know how many times I've like looked at tall buildings when I'm in like Toronto or something? And be like, man, it'd be badass if I was Spider Man right now. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like everybody's yeah, had that like. Yeah, like everybody's had that like little like daydream of like, oh, it'd be badass to do this or that or whatever. <laughs> and like it just never seemed like they had fun as that character, except for Tom Holland, who looks like he's having a blast the entire time. Yeah, Tom so, Holland's great is a great Spider Man. I really like to me, he's the best representation of what Spider Man is to me. Yeah. Like, I know there's been different variations, so I guess whatever, but like I just feel like I can confidently say that Andrew Garfield is just so miscast as any version of Peter Parker, even the confident one. Like I don't see there. It just doesn't work. Whereas yeah, the other two I, I get, but I do think Tom Holland is by far the best, like not by a little, like by a lot, lot. Like well, even uh, Topher Grace as uh, Eddie Brock. It was terrible. See, to me, Topher Grace would have made a better Peter Parker than Tobey Maguire. percent. Yeah, like that that's the kind of funny that you want for that kind of nerdy character, right? He yeah. can play somebody who's super nerdy, yeah. but still like has a sense of humor about it, right? Like no, I totally agree. Yeah. Um we also saw this, uh that James Gunn has like I guess some kind of writing credit on uh Thor Love and Thunder because Guardians of the Galaxy is in Thor and Love and Thunder. That's right. Yeah, I did hear about that. Yeah, so I guess uh he doesn't have like a huge writing part. Like I guess Taika Waititi definitely like wrote or 
is doing majority of the movie as you would expect. He's a director. Yeah, he's but, probably just uh, putting his involvement in with Guardian scenes. I'm guessing. Right. He did that with yeah. Endgame too. I think. Yeah, like I think he just wants to make sure that they are on par with what will set up for Guardians history. Yeah, you know? yeah. But so I would assume that means that Thor is going to be coming off of his time with the Guardians in space at the beginning of this movie. Maybe, yeah, maybe that would make sense. That's where he left off. So right, like as Guardians of the Galaxy or whatever he was going to call it, I think uh, I think we'll end or start the movie and then he'll come back to Earth and you know, set up the whole story of Natalie Portman being back and so on and so forth. So I'm excited for that one. That should be so a fun one. I think, I don't know if, I mean, this doesn't, this sounds like I read this, but it could be wrong that like Natalie Portman's pretty stingy when it comes to reading scripts and stuff like that. Oh. So the fact that they got her back, I would assume means the script is pretty good for uh, Thor 4, but I mean, she also did the Star Wars movies. So, yeah. But she, that was where she kind of learned though, wasn't it? Because like she got, she was actually doing really well in her career until the Star Wars movies. That's when she fell down. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I assume that's what nailed the, you know, the last nail on the coffin right there was, yeah. Okay. I'm going to actually read the scripts before I agree to a movie because yikes. But yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, that's all the news I got. I, 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 it was just not much this week other than everybody hyping up. Uh, WandaVision, but... Did you see uh, the set pictures from Thor 4? Thor 4? I saw the first day set pictures. Where? Thor 4? Thor? But the T is a (laughs) 4. That's like early 2000s what they would have done with Thor. (laughs) (laughs) That would have been Thor with a 4. Thor with a 4. And the R would have been a hammer. Yeah, that's you're right. That is right. <laughs> but did you see the set the set picture of Star Lord and Thor? No, I didn't know. There's a picture, so like looks like Star Lord's got kind of like an updated like jacket. Oh really? Like it's new costume and Thor looks like he's kind of wearing like almost looks like he's wearing like classic costume, like blue pants with like yellow boots. Oh nice. Like yeah, it's kinda cool. I guess Nebula's in it too. Yep. Yeah. So that's awesome. Drax too, apparently. And oh, Mantis really? too. Wow. Yeah. I originally I thought it was just Pratt, but apparently they're all there. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I mean that movie's not until next year, but like I am so excited for that movie. Me too. Me too. But there's gonna be so much stuff to honestly, the week to week stuff is gonna be like draining eventually. Because like if we keep getting TV like we just got, like yeah. Imagine having to wait all year for everything just over and over again. Yeah, no, I mean, it can't keep this level of hype and like excitement week to week. <laughs> it's just going to kill me. I'll have a heart attack. They're, they're going to. That's the thing is now they have an avenue to do that. And it's like, it's the perfect reason to pull you back in. So it's like no oh. one's escaping. Yeah, man, I, I'm hooked. Like, I, I, I can't wait for the next hey. episode. What do you think is up with the bulletproof uh, pants? And uh, Well, I think it was just her uniform that she transformed into like fitting clothes for that era. But if she can do that, then she can pretty much do anything. So I don't know. I don't know what it can lead to, really. But I like the idea that like she could go back in in that uniform necessarily if she had to. Yeah. 
you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, they they made they made the like storyline makes sense when they like brought in the other stuff from that the real world into her universe it all changed so it makes sense that her kevlar uniform would change into like you know 70s yep. or uh, yep. you know, everything else but also did we talk about her stealing vision's body <laughs> i don't think we no. did i mean that's yeah. pretty key too that we should probably talk about but probably should talk apparently about that, that was cut from the end of endgame that was yeah i heard that it was cut from the end of endgame yeah like it was gonna be an end credit stinger. Spoiler, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's pretty, yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty crazy, eh? Yeah, I love it. I wish we would have got more of seeing her like break in and messing dudes up, like you know. That would have been sweet. It would be cool, but yeah, yeah I think it's really cool. cool. Um, I like that they showed it, like that. You know how she got vision. Like they're answering everything. It's not like they're leaving. It's not like Lost. Like I know you weren't a. Bit, I don't think you even watched Lost. I never even watched it. Now. Okay. So the problem with Lost, Lost is like one of my favorite shows of all time, and it progressively gets worse because you realize about season three or four that they're not going to answer anything. So like, all your like hypothesis and everything about the show doesn't really matter Just because it's or anything. Right. And the fun of Lost is like oh, this could be happening, this could be happening, this could be happening. And that's the fun of this right now is like we are coming up with all these different outcomes and ideas of what could actually be happening. The difference is if we're actually getting answers in an episode or two episodes later, they're right. answering Whereas all the Lost wasn't happening. getting anything. Lost and Lost, just... you never got anything, really. I mean, we got a few answers to this and that, but like it was f- left up to interpretation for the most part. Right. So, like, I like the fact that they're going, no, 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 we're not going to leave this hanging for Yeah, no, we're months. telling the story, not you. <laughs> right. Like, we're going to tell you a story, and you're going to like it or not like it, but the story is told, and you yeah. can move on, and you can talk about it. And But they're still leaving up enough room where you can hypothesize about what is actually going on. Mm-hmm. So, I, I like how they're doing it. Like, this is the perfect, perfect way to do it. It's not that J.J. Abrams, like... Yeah, uh, you know, mystery in a box thing that he always talks about. I don't know if you ever seen that, but uh, I haven't. No, there was like a, a TED talk or something like that. He had J.J. Abrams had about his vision on storytelling and directing, and basically he said every movie should be like a mystery in a box, where you show the box, but you never you ch- you show the box and the mystery, but you never really explain what's inside the box, and. So like you could you could make a thousand guesses at what's inside the box, but he's never going to show you. He's just going to leave it up to interpretation, and you figure it out basically. Right. And okay. and this is the reverse of that, where it's like we're going to show you what's in the box, and we're going to let you guess what's in the box, and then we're going to show you, and we're going to tell you, and then we're going to show you the box inside the box, upside down inside the box. Like we're going to give you every outcome of how the box was manufactured and wrapped, and we're cover every square into that box. Exactly. And that's that's just perfect. Like that's what I want. Well, uh, I I like that we're getting answers because if I could, if I had to deal with episodes one to three nonstop yeah. without any explanation, I'd be long gone. I mean, I wouldn't. But but now in hindsight, it it, it works perfectly. Those first two totally. episodes totally it does. Yeah. They knew what they were doing. Yeah, first shocking. three episodes. Yeah, well, shocking that after. 12 years they know what they're doing never doubt them you just never no, doubt never. them we're down to like I've seen a lot of, I still have seen people who don't like this like I've, I've seen I have a couple like customizers that I follow that have been like shitting on it and like 
But I've also yeah. have some customizers who have I've seen that have shit on it and now I turned around and like, okay, it's pretty good. <laughs> yes. But you know what? You can say that about anything. I know. Literally anything. There, there's going to be a, a restaurant that I love and you hate. There's going to be an al- a music album that you love and I hate. Like, you very up. <laughs> everything's up to interpretation and yes. everything is subjective. Perfect. It's all subjective. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I mean is like, like today, uh, we got a new Foo Fighters album and a new Haley Williams album. Out of nowhere. Really? Yeah, oh yeah. And I'm like stoked because I was like, oh, this is great. Neither blew me away, but both are good. But like, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's up to interpretation, right? Like you could listen to both those albums and be like, oh, these are my two f- new favorite albums. These are the and, best. Yeah. yeah, it's just, I like that. That's yeah. what makes things interesting. Totally. Yeah. If everything was one flavor, then it would be pretty like. Right. So, I mean, WandaVision's different for sure. And it's weird. And it, it's not like anything else in the MCU. It's starting to feel more MCU as it goes on. Yes. But Yeah, I would agree with that. But yeah, somebody doesn't like it. It doesn't surprise me. There's people that don't like pizza and pizza's the best food ever invented. So yeah. what the fuck? Who are those people? Not my friends. <laughs> You don't like pizza, you're not welcome here. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love pizza. It's the best. That's the thing I miss the most about being in Windsor is the pizza. Come back, baby. So good. I'm not for that. <laughs> you can move in with me. Oh, that'd be great. You probably have room now. I got an extra bedroom, so hey, you know. There you go. You wanna you wanna partake over here? You come over. We'll have a humdinger have a good time. We'll do live live sessions. <laughs> live live sessions. Damn right. You'll stream me right streaming you. <laughs> hey, there, I, we're just, we just sit there taking each other. <laughs> yep. This is how we live stream. We're gonna revolutionize the medium. I like it. I like it. Taking, we're down uh, to five minutes, buddy, so we gotta uh we got any final thoughts or anything we got to get out of the way because we always seem to end right as uh yes yes right as it kicks us um, off so. um um what do we have to finish up with i think we got through most of the good stuff from the show but i don't i don't know i honestly don't know what to expect for next week even like i wonder how they're going to factor in Aaron Taylor Johnson i don't think they are he was he's was cast for it. Oh, was he? Yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure him and Evan Peters were cast at the same time. I didn't know that. Um I would I assumed that the the whoever Kevin Feige, whoever, was like, our version of Quicksilver sucks. The Falk version got it right, so we're gonna take their version and forget about our version. That would be great if they did that. I mean that's the way I would do it, but You didn't see this coming? Yeah. My buddy sent me that meme. <laughs> you know what, though? It's cool when she went out back into the real world and she had her her accent. Oh, man. I didn't understand that. I'm like, you haven't had this accent in... Oh, I do. What? Because she's controlling the reality on the other place, right? I know, but the accent's so bad. I know, but in, in this situation, I thought it worked because she was being very evil. So I was like... Yeah, but she started with the accent, and then by the time she was ready to go back in, the accent had gone again. I was kind of on and off. I did notice that. 
It wasn't good. That was, I mean, same with the child actors for the kids. They were terrible. Fucking I mean, I know they're kids and like, I don't know, whatever. Kids are going to do kids things. But like, I, I just was like, oh, these kids suck as actors. And no, don't don't keep them. And then they aged <laughs> up right away. And I was like, okay, yeah. good. Get different actors. I have to but, say that uh, I, I, for another week in a row, like I watch it and I'm like, man, Paul Bettany and fucking Elizabeth Olsen are fucking so good in these roles. Like... Paul Bettany plays it so well, man. Oh, he's great. I just love that he's figuring this all out now. Like, I like how she's like, when he comes into the kitchen and he's in his human form or whatever, and she's like, oh, why are you dressed like that or whatever? And he's like, oh, I just feel like we're going to get a, a visitor. Yeah. And then, yeah. like, then Agnes walks in. Yeah. Like, oh, when's figuring the it out. Like, a like, I think those little things are like, they're like almost eerie. Like, when it, yeah, when it goes from being like, really in the scene to like yeah. being really like not what you would expect to see in the scene like even the part where agnes says like oh do you want me to take it from the top or whatever like to me that that's like eerie to me because it feels so out of like it feels yeah, like it doesn't like, belong there you know yeah. oh man i love how they do that and i love that that has that effect on me because no, i just sure. i see it and i'm just like oh my god that's so cool it doesn't, it doesn't really fit into one genre right like it's it's yeah. uh, a cheesy, uh, you know, sitcom at times, and then it's got this eerie underside to it, and then it's got like a bit of mystery in it. It's an action film at parts, like it's got so many different things going on, and it all works together perfectly. Yeah, oh, man, they're just crushing. Um, before we end, I'm just gonna say I am gonna record a second episode again this week. Uh, I got three friends coming on. Um, we're going to, it's not going to be live. We're going to record tomorrow night. We're going to do our top 10 video games ever. Yeah. So uh, if you're into games and stuff like that, you can uh, look on YouTube. That episode will be posted probably Tuesday or Wednesday, but um, I'll, I'll, I'll post on here when it's live. But uh, yeah, it should be a fun episode. Probably going to be long. It's probably going to be a couple hours long because four guys doing top 10 games. It's going to take a while. You guys are going to talk about video games forever. So to kick off the rest of this, I'll give you my top 10 video games. Here it is. Blades of Steel. Roger Clemens Baseball. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto. Three? Uh, yeah, I think it was three. Three was the first like good one with good graphics, right? Well, 3D graphics, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so three. Yeah, Grand Theft Auto three, yeah. Um, Love hitting so people Oh, that's a good one. Pick a destiny. No, that was that was tenacious D. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Stick yeah, a like, I just like blades of steel. Yeah, I know you like blades of steel. With the pass. With the pass. <laughs> oh man, I miss playing video games with you because you're the least competitive person alive. Damn right. Remember when I played that like game where I had the headset on in your place and I was like freaking out? That was so cool. We're going to run yeah. out of time. Better say yes, bye. Yeah, we'll say bye now before this uh, kicks us off and uh, thanks for watching everybody and um, yeah, follow Matt and everybody that's not you know following Matt, go follow Matt because he's got some cool oh, shit on. Follow me. I'm working, all, working away. Yeah, man. Customs that match you. Bye, Have buddy. Good night, my friend. See ya. See ya.